Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. It, they take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. From behind home plate, your Orioles talk. Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. Today on our 200th pod, Josh and Bert will break down their experience at FanFest as we try to recover from our post-FanFest depression. Bert will recap WWE's Royal Rumble. And for the first time ever done on the airways, we will compare Matt Ryan to Joseph Flacco. Never been done before. (laughs) All that and more on this edition of Section 336. Section 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I'm your dearly stirring host, Matt Sroka. As always, for the 200th time, joined by the Zany Burt Rody. What up, 336ers? And as always, of course, joined by the button lover himself, Josh Sroka. I thought by episode 200, we'd get like a Comedy Central special or something. A roast. Isn't that what all the podcasts get? 200 and you get like Super Bowl week on Comedy Central? I didn't know that was a thing for any podcast. No, that's, that's what the Barstool guys got. Oh, yeah. Starting tonight. If the intern was here, maybe we could roast him. Talk, talk about some sellouts. No, we they, they went quickly. Yeah. They, that they, doesn't they, take, but you got to follow the Benjamins, boys. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, XM and, and uh, Comedy Central coming at them in the same year. They've got the Benjamins. I heard I heard they hate ESPN. Next thing you know, I hit the PFT commenters is on ESPN do, doing shtick on, on oh, ESPN I know, shows. I know. I know. They came but out. I thought with, they had beef with, with ESPN. With, we're, we're, right. We're not like these big guys. They're the same now. Yeah, they're, they turned into them. Now yep. we're Barstool. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And we'll wait for our opportunity to sell out. The paycheck. Maybe 200 more episodes. Episode 400, we're selling out. Get or, ready. Or, or 202 if the offers come. <laughs> no. Don't hold your breath. All right, we got a big episode today. Sure. A big pod. Big pod. Big pod. Big pod, the biggest pod. Okay. Episode 200. Sure. Fan Fest. Yes, yeah. Got a lot of good quotes from a lot of players, coaches. Yeah. People. General managers. People. I missed all of it. What? I'm, I'm relying on you for all that information because you guys were there. I, uh, I didn't see one uh, interview or one... Uh, 
I don't know, when they get up on the stage and talk and ask, answer questions, I didn't see any of that. I didn't either. I did fan festival. What did you guys even do? We did Stood little, in line. Yeah. Stood in a lot of lines. But but and you went on the early. We went on the early part. We did it. We did fan fest the other uh, different way. Instead of the the blogger, the go and sit there and listen to everything on the stage and then write a blog like just like the other twenty Print, blogs. Pretend to be a sports reporter. Right, right. guys. That's kind of what we do, though. Yeah, that's I know. who we are. <laughs> uh, but see, the whole point is that whole writing a blog afterwards. That's not who we are. No, but no, we don't write the blog. But we come on here the airways and we give yeah. people. Uh, but, but 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 we tell but, people what's going on. Exactly, but we do it from the fan perspective, and we totally went the fan angle for Fan Fest, where we took our kids mm-hmm. and went and did whatever the kids wanted to do. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Fan Fest is wonderful. Just hanging out over fifteen thousand. Oriole fans went. It was crowded. Baseball town. Yeah. People loved their baseball. How the room full of orange. Uh, just cool, right? It just gets you in that baseball mood again. You, I'm pumped just seeing the pictures from Fan Fest. When, when you yeah. go to Fan Fest, such an awesome event. Do you like the guys who are all dressed up in costume? The fans dressed the in fans, costumes? The fans dressed in costumes? I didn't see many. Well, like Carne? Yeah, like Carne. And then they're like the new guys who are trying to out. They're all out trying to outdo each other with like the Dumb and Dumber suits. Uh, I saw that or, guy. Or big orange glasses. Yep. yep. Orange wigs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's lots like of they're that all stuff. trying to outdo each other. But it works. They all get on WJZ. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I got I got tweeted out by the Orioles official Twitter account. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Me and Albie were famous. You, you and Albie. Hey, yeah. I got tweeted out by Masson Orioles. Nice. Because nice. uh, you want a baseball. I right? also got the brag in the line because. They, you, when you get in line to run the run the crane machine at Masson, and you, if you one of many up, lines, yeah, <laughs> but we get in the lines when it's season ticket holders only, so the lines aren't horrible. They're horrible later in the day. Well, because people love their Orioles baseball, right. they should be. I'll be concerned if there were no lines. People, that would be a problem. People love koozies and keychains <laughs> and are willing to stand in line for a half hour for one. Hey, I I stood in that line to go in the crawl machine, and you had to be following Masson on Twitter. Right, and the fun part for me was. As the lady was walking in line telling everyone how to sign up on and follow them on Twitter, someone said, oh, but Masson doesn't follow me. And the lady goes, oh, Masson doesn't follow anyone. And I look at my phone and I say, they follow me. <laughs> I got to be the guy in line that they actually follow. Nice. And the lady's like, oh, I've, I haven't seen that. Okay. <laughs> how many people does Masson follow? It was like, I don't know. I have to look it up. It wasn't a small number. Okay. But it wasn't uh, Joey Bats either. Right. It wasn't Joey Bats. <laughs> It was a small percentage, but it was in that line that morning of season ticket holders. I happened to be the guy that they follow. Um, and then I got to the claw machine, and you go down and you grab these plush balls. Right. So I have Camden with me, and we go down and we grab – they've got names written on them. So you, most of them have nothing written on them. Like one in the machine said Adam Jones on it. Right. So I go the claw. and I go down with the claw. I pick Ooh. up the plush ball and it drops the ball. Nice. The claw is our master. So then I said, "All right, well that sucks." And um, and the guy goes, "Would she like to have a turn?" And I said, "Sure." So <laughs> so I put Camden's hand on the little claw machine. Yeah. With me pushing her hand to the right spot, and then right. I hold it right above the Adam Jones ball I dropped, and I said, "Camden, press the button." She presses the red button. It goes down, picks up the ball. Drops it into the thing. Nice. Adam Jones ball? We won a signed Adam Jones ball. Sweet. And uh, This guy wins can't. more Adam Jones signed balls than anybody. Yeah, it's the second <laughs> Adam Jones signed ball I, I for, won. For the record, Josh didn't win any balls. That's okay? true. It's Camden. Yeah, Camden, Camden has Camden. a signed Adam and, Jones ball. And you know ball. what? I felt a little awkward about it technically being my second try at the claw machine with Camden, but Camden 
totally thought she won it all by herself and was excited <laughs> and clapping. Yeah. So no one was going to take that away from her. No. Where is that ball right now? Uh, it's on the shelf with all the other balls. Mm, shouldn't that be in Camden's room? Yeah, she it, earned it. That should be in Cam. That sh- does not belong here in the studio. It might be. Yeah. Actually, okay. I don't know. I have actually have no clue where it is because I already have an Adam Jones ball on the shelf. Yeah. Um, then I we went to the kids' autograph station, and Brooke got in line to get some autographs. Okay. She got this from from the players. Yeah, and it was Joe Orsalak and oh uh, Jason Aquino. Okay, yeah. Arm, you know, yeah, yeah. Minor league pitcher. Bowie guy. Yeah. Back and forth. Yeah, yeah, I think he's made like one trip up or something. Right. There's those two guys. Well, she gets up to the front of the line. That's really uh, some, they, some hot names. They, yeah, Joe, Joe Orslack. Orslack. Yeah. We got Joe Orslack to record well, an opening for yeah. our show once. Well, you know what they do. It's it's the free kids autograph. So they put whoever there because the kids don't care. I don't know why you say that, Bert. Like, oh, he we had we had Kevin Gossman do that for us. We, so had, we had Chris Dave Davis doing Gibbons. it. Yeah, we had or, Crush Chris do Davis. It. So don't give me that. I, I saw a lot of friends of the show at FanFest. Believe yeah. me, Chris Davis, yeah. Jim Palmer, um, Kevin anyway, Gossman. They stopped the line. And Joe Orsalak leaves, and then it, I, I see it. I'm watching in the back. Mandy's up in the front with her, and I say, oh, great. I, I get just a just a uh, Jason Aquino. But no, they replace him with your boy, Joey Rickert. Ah, oh, goat. So nice. she, got, she got me a Joey Rickert signed ball. Sweet. And unfortunately, it was a last-second change because I had a Joey shirt in the backpack to get him, oh. and I couldn't get it up to, the, to Brooke in time to hand it to him. Mm, that would have been smooth. But uh, – yeah, that was uh, most of my experience at FanFest. And and from what I saw on Twitter while Josh was doing that, Bert was taking his son around to some to try to just some cool poses and just pope to to put him by uh what b- b- behind the little pedestal next to the truck. Uh, the, the bus, bird. the Orioles bus was oh, there. Yeah, the Orioles bus. That's we all just, he wanted to do was, was see the Orioles bus. The, the, and I saw that, he has a pretty good swing there too. The bus and the batting cage. He did. We did the batting cage twice. Before 11 a.m. when they let everybody in and it started to get really – I mean, it was crazy even oh, before P- then. Oreo fans love their baseball. It's awesome. I love yeah. looking at the picks. And they love standing in lines. There was definitely a lady with, with the line outside who walked trying to get to the end of the line saying, all these people are season ticket holders. These all can't be season ticket holders. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? You're talking about thousands of people. Yeah. Yeah. You think you're in some special group? Yeah. yeah. I've stood in less lines – at a whole day in Walt Disney World than I did in the four hours I was at FanFest. Well, and this was your first experience in a while, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean... At least 10 years. That's what it is. I yeah. won't go back. But 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 something about... Shut up. <laughs> Not until my son's older, no. Um, but something that's cool about... Or they do something about the lines. Even when you wait in the lines, and I remember from a couple of years ago when I went, even the waiting in the lines is fun because you get to talk to the... About, about the oral team while you're waiting right. in line because they a bunch of like-minded individuals. So yeah. even yeah. you get to talk to and hobnob with a bunch of O's fans. The first line I stood in was just to get in the building, which was wrapped all the way like th- three blocks down the corner. And I step in line, and right in front of me is our good friend Eric RDT, who comes and sits oh, in yeah. our show occasionally. So Love Eric. met him and his family. Uh, and yeah, that, we saw the guys from Bird's Eye View. We saw Cal and Sal from OBP. You know, everybody's yeah. friendly with each guys. other. Right. Yeah. Romeo. It, that's the cool yeah. thing is going around and seeing all the Oriole fans that you haven't seen in a few months. And, uh, yeah, and my girls had a good time. It's a, a fun kid. They like the face paint and the uh, balloon animals, and that line's not too bad if you go first thing. What I couldn't believe is if you went up to the third floor, they had um, 
They had a room full of. Uh, oh, you go like, to the giveaways. No, well, that was I was gonna get to that, but first they have a room with like the game used bats and balls and caps and jerseys and all this crap. Uh, all that crap. Uh, it's the, the it, stuff that you can buy. One hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, I know. For a broken bat. I know. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Now, hey, or or, or hey. from a jersey, some guy who doesn't even play anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot. Pedro of, Alvarez it's jerseys. A, it's a lot of jerseys yeah. of old managers. Yeah, or old bench coaches. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't mind a Dave Tremblay jersey. Now <laughs> he was my fave. Hey, speaking of Dave Tremblay, yeah, I'll I'll get to that in a second. I do have a Dave. I got a Dave Tremblay ball at the game to, at Fan Festival. Oh well. my gosh, he's he's infamous. Should I pass that on to you? Absolutely. I would love to hold a ball. From the worst manager in the history of baseball. That's like, <laughs> yeah. that, that's pretty. Speaking that's of friends, cool. speaking of friends, we saw at Fan Fest, Dylan Atkinson of O's Uncensored was there. Nice. Yeah, big fan of so Dylan. I go up, talk Love to Dylan. him. Yeah, and we're talking for a while, and he goes, "How's it going?" And he goes, "Well, I put on Twitter that anyone that finds me gets a Dave Tremblay signed ball." And I go, "Did anyone find you?" He said, "No." I said, "Well, I found you." I got a Dave Tremblay ball <laughs> in my backpack. If you tweet it, it's uh, as good as gold. Even on that third floor, aside from where you could buy a broken bat for $150, they had a line that people were standing in for over an hour. 90, to, 90 minutes. To get one of the t-shirt giveaways with the emojis on the front. Now, now they That were, you could have gotten for free going into an Oriole now, game. Now they Why would, They changed the, that. Later, you would get the, American, the uh, Maryland flag hat. That was a giveaway. I guess, but it's just the leftovers from it's, giveaways. Well, there's, it's leftover giveaways, and people are in line for 90 minutes to get through the line. People should have lined up in my house because on uh, Saturday we did some spring cleaning at the house, and I threw and I gave to Goodwill about six of those giveaway shirts. Oh, I bet. Yeah, sure. the, uh, the uh, Miguel Gonzalez. Uh, I gave away my Nick Marcakis one. I yeah, gave yeah. away. I, I gave that one the away. The J.J. Um, Hardy with the glove. The gla- yeah. All the, the signature design ones. That that they oh, really that, didn't design what's the, 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 <laughs> pie, the pie face. Yeah, yeah. So just line up at my house. Shoot. Yeah, it was. I couldn't believe that part. Uh, it was cool just to be able to walk around. I went up to the second level with Albie, and and there's Kevin Galsman sitting at the table with kids, and they're like FaceTiming the kids' parents. Oh yeah, yeah. With Kevin last Galsman, year. Very cool. Yeah, cool. that was cool. Did you see the Hansu Kim charades? No, but I heard that was good. I Did saw you see the uh, No Deal. No, no, I didn't, no, see, I didn't that. see that. Did, did you hear the joke that um, Caleb Joseph, he, no. he pulled out his suitcase, you know, holding it, says, maybe my RBI's in here is what he says. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I yeah. saw uh, good Scott line. and Jeremy and Mo. Oh, yeah, Mo. Yep. They, he had a he had a little uh, stage Gotta go to Q&A with a couple players. It, it took like, I think it took like three or four questions uh, to buck on the stage before, the, before they asked him, why didn't you let Arietta pitch? That was a fun moment. Nice. That's oh, you mean Arietta? Why did you trade Arietta for Scott <laughs> Feldman? Yeah, that was a good question, too. <laughs> du- Duquette, Duquette started out the morning with saying, yes, we've made an offer to Vance Worley. Oh, and he was with and, the Nats. And, and signed, by that evening, by the was, time I'm home, he's, he's he signed for Nationals. a million bucks, yeah. which may, brings the big question, what did we offer him? Nothing. I mean, they're uh, bus I mean, fare. with the Nats is a minor contract with us, but a minor contract. Right. I mean, so maybe, so maybe from his perspective, he's looking at a better chance to get to the majors. I don't know. I guess I'll tell uh, you the na- yeah. National League's always better for pitchers. Yeah, and they have a a bullpen that's shaky at best. So yep. maybe looks a better opportunity. The best part about FanFest, and I don't think all the people that go to FanFest take advantage of this. Yeah, but they open up the clubhouse over at Camden Yards, which uh, I'd never been in there before. You never took a tour and. You, but if you oh, go, you go on the ballpark the tour, they don't let you in the Orioles clubhouse. They let you in the guest clubhouse. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now this, 
they took us in. Uh, we went through their training room where they're there. I saw Richie Bansell's office. Oh, nice. And uh, that's the guy I've been around for that whole training area, uh, the uh, the medical area, yeah. the hot tubs and the jacuzzis and all nice. that. And then you went into their locker room. You know, where some of the lockers were still set up, but most of them were empty for the most is this part. Is like a tour or just walking around yourself? Uh, it's like a it's a self-guided tour, but you just, you're basically in a line. Did you sneak somewhere moving. you weren't supposed to go? Like no, in, and you weren't. Hot tub? No photographs. There's no photographs in the okay. clubhouse. Um, right, because that's a secret. And can't they let, let, can't you let out. the other teams know what that looks like. You get in the Orioles dugout, take a couple pictures in the Orioles dugout. They let you on the warning track. Um, and They're then, real Nazis about that graph, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they are they are gra- grass Nazis. Grass Nazis. Nazis. Yeah. yeah. And uh yeah, except uh, <laughs> Let me just write That down was the, the coolest part. Show. That was the coolest part uh, cuz I'd never been in there. Yeah. And it was neat even like none of the lockers had names on them or anything, but you could walk by and see Vance Worley's stuff was still in the locker. Oh, that's there was awkward. a bunch of 48 cleats with Worley written on them. Yeah. Um and Adam like a bunch of players, Adam Jones, a bunch of them have like little handwritten letters from kids and fans taped up on the inside oh, that's of their cool. lockers. That's very cool. So stuff like that's pretty fun. Um, Let me ask you a question. What costs more? Uh, going back to the conversation before, uh-huh. a broken bat or a, a bat that's not broken? What's more expensive? Probably, I don't know. Probably that's not. Now, if I could buy, I'd pay 150 bucks for a broken, crushed Davis bat that he broke over his knee, <laughs> then signed by him. I might pay 200 bucks for that. That's a well. Nice, the the bin I was looking at was all uh, thirty two Matt Weeder bats, like it was a no. Matt Weeder's fire sale going on. <laughs> they might regret that one though, huh? Yeah, I mean, nobody else wants Matt Weeder. We might get him on that one million dollar deal. You know what I noticed was funny. I I saw the video. The Orioles Facebook page posted a video of Scott and Jeremy from one of five the fan with Mo, and uh, if people don't know who this kid is, he's he's a frequent caller into their show. Um, he's 11 year old boy and he's blind. And so what they did is they had him sitting there and they brought out a couple Orioles players and he had to guess who the, the player was and the players hugging him and got his hands on his shoulders. Yeah. And they're like, who do you think it is? How do you do? Well, it's Adam Jones with his arm around him. And he's like, is it Manny Machado? Is it? And he starts naming off players. He's not getting to Adam Jones. Um, on one of the players he names is Matt Wieters. But when the Orioles video posts it, they cut out when he says Matt Weeders. Oh, but when oh, Scott and Jeremy up. when Scott and Jeremy re-aired it on the radio show this yeah. evening, it was still in there. Him saying Matt Weeders. Why not? Stop. <laughs> yeah, the Orioles are trying to they have Matt cut Wieters the ties with Matt Weeders. He no longer <laughs> exists. He would not be a fan fest. So Mo shouldn't have even we guessed that even Matt Weeders was the there. Name we shall not say. <laughs> Tell you what, this year's fan fest much more optimistic than last year. Because this year, well, we, we, opti- we, just, yeah. we just signed Trumbo. We could be optimistic about that. We were that. a playoff team last year. Right. They're coming off that. Absolutely. La- last year, we didn't have the playoff. We didn't have Chris Davis. was not signed yet. That's so true. That That's was true. The, that was the big conversation of fan is Are we going to do anything? Yeah. we still. That was before I think we signed Giovanni Gallardo as well, right? Yep. Yeah. Because he was later yeah. in the game. Yep. He was late. Yeah. Um, any uh, quotes you guys uh, like? I mean, my favorite, of course, uh, was the Chris Davis – um, when he said about Jose Bautista, Chris Davis said he's actually a good dude. Said no one ever. <laughs> he's a guy who's easy to dislike. So that's a fun quote by it's Chris Davis. It's a fun quote, but I mean, it's basically what he said on our podcast last year. Yeah, yeah. Like the Orioles don't like Jose Bautista, or they. I and I first I first saw that on a um, a Toronto blog. 
Okay. Where it was the headline was Jose Batista again the target of verbal onslaught from Orioles. Oh, get out of here! <laughs> a verbal onslaught. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Whatever helps to make those games even more like I feel like the Toronto games by the end of the season you're just on the edge of your seat knowing if this is a close game and something happens late in the game benches are gonna clear. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fun. I think the so rivalry. I like, that. I like is fun. that rivalry. Yeah, it's fun. I also enjoy people. I mean, Manny Machado was asked about his contract. Zach Britton was asked about his contract. Mm-hmm. Adam Jones, I don't think he was necessarily asked about his contract, but about the window closing. Yeah, Adam, um, Adam Jones. And what Adam Jones, the quotes everyone ran with was Adam Jones was saying that he wants our outfield defense to get better. Yeah. So yeah. I think getting Trumbo out of the outfield is a slight improvement. Yeah, and you can understand from his perspective because, let's be honest, he's, he's not old. A, he's not a great outfit to begin with. And he has to work with Trumbull on one side and Kim on the other side who right. can't cover any that ground. Makes, that makes him look worse. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and, and so, and I don't know if Joey Rickard's the answer there, but I could see us needing a late pinch runner, a late defensive replacement. I don't want to bring back Andy Chavez. Oh, that's where I was going. <laughs> Andy Chavez. Is Andy, Andy Chavez available? Andy Chavez, but like a better Andy Chavez. Like like a Joey Rickard could be that fill. Yeah. Depending on what they do with Kim. Kim's an interesting this year if they let him face lefties. Yeah. But the but the, the whole quotes thing about the contract, I don't know why these the, they still ask him about the contracts. Like why did, if we had Ma- 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 Manny Machado on the show right now, I mean one of the biggest stories in Baltimore the next two years is going to be whether, whether he re- re- resigns or not. Mm-hmm. But if we had him on the show, I would not ask him about the contract because the answer, no matter who you ask, is the same Every single time. I'd love to stay here. Baltimore is my yeah, home. Yeah, I love Baltimore. I love the Play, team. I love these fans. I love Cameron Yards. It's not completely up to me, though. It's up to the team. Mm-hmm. And, like, we all get it. It's very simple. Whether it's Zach Britton or whether it is uh, Manny Machado, it is, it is up to the team, right? Yeah. It's a team saying, do we want to spend a third of our salary on one player? Like, do we want to give Manny Machado $300 million? And if we do... That's a bit, boy, Andy Shaw. That's what we need to late in a different. This guy has his own song. Who keeps the Mets in the NL East hunt? Andy Chavez. He didn't do it. He was a bump for us. your favorite he late inning song. defensive replacement? Yeah, Matt, Matt and I bonded earlier after, over this song oh, when, when Andy was in We need Baltimore. a new late inning defensive replacement guy to play the outfit to run around with Adam Jones. Maybe a Michael Bourne type guy. We'll see. Michael Bourne would be nice. He's still sitting out there, I believe. But, yeah, everyone knows the situation with the contract. Stop even talking about it. We get it. If the Orioles want to offer him $300 million, they'll be competitive. But that's going to be um, – this is. I'm already getting excited for it. It's going to be – and I hope the Orioles are in, in on it because it's going to be one of the most epic, like, um, back and forth between three or four teams. Let's start the bidding at $300 million. And let's see how high it goes. Yeah, it's oh. going to be pretty epic and between with, Bryce Harper it's going to be an awesome and Manny Machado. Yeah, because it's going to be insane. Pay, someone's getting four hundred million. Yeah, and then the question is, what does the other guy get? Yeah, like which one? Because, goes, which because one goes first? They're both probably going to deserve four hundred million. Yeah. Well, this is the bigger. Who does the Yankees pay for? And then what? Do, what? Does, who steps up for the other guy? Well, I tell you what, and I, I thought I thought for a while like Manny Machado's his his prospects can only go like he can't get any higher like his value can only go down if he has a bad year. But then you look at what, what Bryce Harper did with the Nationals. He had a bad year, and no one's thinking, oh, he's lost a lot of money with that bad year. He's still going to make the same amount, even though yeah. he had a bad year. Well, well because they're expecting he's going to bounce back this year. I, I still, even if he has two more bad years, I bet he still makes three, $300 million. Like a, like a Chris Davis type guy. Yeah. 
Good quotes from good quotes from Chris Davis about his thumb, saying he's healthy. That his thumb was dislocated all the last year. Yeah, do we uh, know that? We knew we knew something was up with his hand. A lot of blisters were. I don't know if we knew that he had a dislocated thumb, which seems like something we should know. But I don't remember hearing that. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember the term dislocated. Right. I remember blisters. And I remember him taking some time off with a sore thumb. Um. But if that's true, that most of the season his thumb was dislocated, that's, for one, that's got to suck to play with a dislocated thumb. Yeah. And to, to hit 38 home runs speaks very well for, for what you can do this year. And you got to think how many of those strike, strikeouts, you know, he could blame on a dislocated thumb. Because <laughs> he struck out a lot. I don't know about the strike. The strikeouts aren't going anywhere. <laughs> but how many of those flyouts is he blaming on the thumb that could have gone an extra 10, 15 that's true. feet? Yeah. Well, and I just put it into the Google machine, um, like Chris Davis' thumb injury. Yeah. And I got an article from May 5th, so back at the All beginning right. of the season. So we did know saying, about that. Well, it just said this, Orioles' Chris Davis spotted with thumb wrapped. So okay. his thumb was wrapped. Dun, dun, dun. So maybe it goes all the way back to the beginning of last year. I mean, that's what he was saying. It was most of last season. Yeah. So that. And there was. There's other ones in June where he's dealing with a minor thumb thing. Right. And that's what I remember, some yeah. minor thumb stuff. But never. I don't remember the word dislocated. Um, but that that's exciting if Chris Davis is coming back feeling healthy. Uh, of course, you think tr- Hope Trumbo can build on the same thing. Yeah. The the fact that Trumbo wanted to come back, hopefully that's because he likes this this hidden staff, thinks that this this hidden, hidden staff has helped him. Um so yeah, there's, there's yeah all, it's all, it's all good news. It's all good news out of FanFest. Um, it was an exciting time to see everyone dressed in Orioles. It was fun seeing all the um, Oriole players. Did you guys notice any quality beards or anything like that? Uh, uh, I didn't see Til- any. Tillman had, Tillman Tillman always, had a nice he, he beard. He grew a nice beard. He always does. Yeah. yeah. Did you see him? No, I saw pictures. Did you see Hansu Kim's beard? No, does he have a beard? No, I'm just messing with you. Yeah, oh, I, don't no. know, I don't think he can grow one. I think Tilming showed up in Sarasota with a beard, but shaved it like later that day. Well, yeah, that's like I think when you get on the mound, like as officially as an Oriole, you got to shave it or whatever. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's outrageous. Marquez always had the nice off-season beards going. Yeah, they d- and the at the ballpark tour, the last thing they let you do was uh, sit up at the uh, post-game press conference table where Buck always gives the post-game conference. And they take your picture, and they actually printed it out and gave you a little framed copy of oh, your picture. For how much? Free. Whoa. Yeah, included in the price of admission. Good for them. $12 nice. was Good. the price of admission. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I uh, I spoke negatively about FanFest beforehand, but I had a good time with the family. There's one thing I would do easy for the Orioles to change. There's What's a that? lot of standing always in line. Some, always some with you, Josh. Always no, no. some with Here's you. Here's something really No orange carpet benefits. <laughs> oh, uh, that's an issue. But uh, here's something really simple you can do, Orioles, to make it better. There's a lot of standing in line. Take that main stage and pump that audio uh, elsewhere so that while I'm in line, I can listen to Buck's interview. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I, I would have I appreciated that. But I, I, I was there with my two-year-old son, so we were not going to stand in line for autographs. We weren't going to sit and listen to Buck and Dan. Like, so w- I literally went to the batting cage as many times as we could until that line got too long. Right. Batting cage, meeting the Oriole bird. How many it, hours were, 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 were you all there for? Uh, like most of the afternoon? I, I, got, I, I got in line at about 930, and I left by 1 o'clock. Or I started walking to Camden Yards at one o'clock. one o'clock. I was in the Orioles locker room at one o'clock, and then I left. Yeah, after and that. I left about the same. I, yeah. I I got in line probably like ten o'clock. 
and then I left around one thirty. Yeah. We went to Dempsey's for lunch. Yeah, what was you big said? Big mistake. Big mistake. Why? Horrible service. Oh, I've had good food at Dempsey's. I've before. had good food at Dempsey's. Oh, was it just too. packed? Was it crazy crowded? It wasn't. It wasn't that crowded. But it's like they had no clue that people would want to go to Dempsey's today. Ah. Uh. Like just the fish horrible tacos service. Are good. Took like no no drink refills. You can get the bacon on a stick with the old bay. Yeah, the thick cut bacon. Yeah. That's what I like. So the yeah, fish tacos. Yeah, when I've been there before on nine games, it's been fine. Fair yeah, I love Dempsey's. They couldn't, they couldn't handle yeah. it. So yeah. they can't handle the truth. Well, it that did, is fan fest. Part of it was confusion of shouldn't they be like prepared with extra staff and all, knowing hey we're gonna get hit hard by people who are. Going to the stadium for these tours and walking through Utah Street, that yeah. people are going to want to eat at Dempsey's because Jimmy John's was prepared. Jimmy John's was packed, but they were moving people <laughs> freaky, freaky fast. <laughs> well, Josh found something to criticize the fan fest. This is my shocked face. That's right. <laughs> that 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 wasn't the worst part of my day. We'll get to that later. Well, I'm, I mean, you all. I mean, it was you guys were better. Even waiting in lines were better. Did one of your kids throw up again? <laughs> no, no, no vomit this year. That's good. No. That's a plus. That's a plus. I mean, I was stuck in Salisbury with this. Listen to a two, two and a half hour presentation on a, a computer program called EndNote, which was fascinating. How to cite references and research papers. Ugh. So that I would have rather been waiting in lines at FanFest. I'd rather be detained in an airport. Yeah, <laughs> you, you probably could have been in line watching that video. Oh man! All right, well let's get to some other topics here. Okay, what else is there? Well, uh, <laughs> Episode two hundred. Ray Lewis is on uh, that that lip sync battle. Lip sync battle this weekend. <laughs> is he really? Yeah, Thursday night. Yeah, he'll be lip syncing. There's too. a show called Lip Sync Battle where you just yeah. It's it's it's. I uh, thought that was like a Jimmy Fallon bit. Now it's a TV show. It's on a like TBS produced no, by Jimmy Fallon. Spike oh. hosted by LL Cool J. How much can you do with lip sync? It's it's like celebrities choreographed, kind of yeah, dancing and everything. Okay. So I'm get, not here to judge. Guess what song Ray Lewis is lip syncing? Who the so dog? So hot in. <laughs> so hot in here. Yeah, it's a good one. So hot in. And maybe he might do a little uh, dance as well, huh? Uh, yeah, I'm I, sure. I imagine there's a little squirrel <laughs> dance, yes. Yeah, that's cute. I'll watch it. What about I'll, I'll check it out on YouTube and, or whatever. And, and Jacob mentioned that in the chat room, and I want to get into this, the, the Baltimore Brigade. brigade AFL. They they now have a team. Right, This isn't the first time they had a team name since we've yes. been on the show? Yes, yes. it was so just announced last week. So it was Baltimore and, we did, and Brigade. Yes. Um, I was listening to uh, – Did you see the logo to the Brigade? I was listening – before you get there, I was listening to Stand to Fan Charles – in his little podcast. Friend of the show. Uh, well, he's not my friend, but maybe my the friend. show. Josh's right. friend. He'll, right. be, he'll be on in February. Really? Uh, I believe when I see it. Um, anyway. Well, you'll probably hear it, not see it. Well, maybe if we can get this uh, Facebook feed working where I can actually see him. I want to work on that where the guests, uh, we can see oh, on Facebook feed. We, we had it. Remember when Santa Claus was on? Santa Claus Yeah, I want to do more of that. <laughs> All right. We'll Live from the North Pole. I like to see people's faces. All right, we'll do it. But he was telling a story about in the press conference how some girl, I think from Under Armour, was promoting like there was a couple of people on there who were like sponsors and thanking them this is all before they announced the team name and she let it slip she said i want to thank the bottom of brigade Uh-oh. uh oh <laughs> and then the main guy came out the mc who i guess didn't hear her say that and made this big deal Baltimore. here's the big reveal oh, and there's no. like a whole video and everything and then bottom but people already knew <laughs> it leaked. Wah, wah. so um yeah so what do you guys think about the Baltimore brigade uh Thoughts on thoughts on the name, and I know Josh, you you want to touch on this uh, the logo and the, the uniform, the, the logo, yeah. Well, the the logo uh, kind of goes with some three three six conversation we had recently. 
that the logo is a straight copy of Fort McHenry. Now, was that now? Did Purposely, we, we never got a clear answer whether Baltimore Blast was purposeful or not. Right, right. The, I don't, we don't know if the guy is no longer is is is, the is guy still is, alive. The guys, I don't think the guy is no longer right. alive. And with, and with our technology, who designed the Blast logo originally? Right. Yeah, and with our technology currently, we cannot ask him to right. come back from the grave. But the Baltimore no. Brigade made it very clear in their launch video that they just traced the inside of Fort McHenry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think the uniforms are subdued, which is, I guess, it's. It's kind of cool. There's no logo on the side of the helmet. It's just all white, right? No, the logo, the helmets have not been unveiled yet. Oh. they. I don't know why now you need a big press conference and unveiling for a, a uniform. Well, I know because uniforms are awesome. But now, now they're going to have another one for a helmet. Okay. So they're, they're holding out the helmet. They're Under Armour uniforms, right? Yeah. Yeah. Under, I know they've got some Under Armour partnership. Um, at least... Maybe they're just so scared of how bad the launch of the L.A. Rams uh, logo went. Not uh, Rams. Who was it? The just Chargers. How bad that yeah. tar- that logo went. That they're just holding off. Let's see how this does, and then we'll show you that. Well, the, the, they're not quite as important as the. Uh, yeah, that's true. The social media is not going to explode when Baltimore Brigade announces their. Do you notice that this is a hard name to say? The Baltimore Brigade. You stumbled with it. Oh, yeah, I just now say Baltimore Brigade. It's hard. It's it, hard to say. All right. Can we get to the fact that the name sucks? You're well, coming into Baltimore with the Orioles and the Ravens. You need to be a bird. You could have been the Baltimore. Uh, the Blast isn't a bird. Yeah, but the Blast have been here forever. You 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 could have went with something, uh, a bird or uh, a flock of birds. No, no. For now, the, it we, makes me think, think of the Brigance Brigade. The OJ right. Bur- yeah, I, it made I me can't think of talk. That. Now, a brigade for, for for what it is, it's a major tactical military formation that is typically composed of three to six battalions plus supporting elements. It is roughly equivalent to an enlarged or reinforced regiment. Two or more brigades may constitute a division. Uh, what's the connection with Baltimore and the brigade? The, I don't know. Is Fort, there any Fort McHenry, the Naval Academy? Just and military. The, and the alliteration of it? And sure. Bar- Baltimore Brigade, yeah. Buh, buh, buh. Buh, 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 buh. All right. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, it's. I'm about as excited about the name as I am for the actual team. Yeah. So. I mean, I'd, if somebody offers me a ticket, I'll go. But I'm not knocking down the door. Uh, we'll go at We'll go at some point, I'm sure. We'll go check it out. I've seen an arena football game once. Was it was it? cool, but I haven't been back since. I feel about <laughs> the same way as I do about the Brigade as I did formerly about the Baltimore Blast. Someone gives me some free tickets, I'll show up. Right. Uh, if they make the playoffs and host the championship game, maybe. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, the Baltimore Blast have been struggling a little bit. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention. I saw a couple losses. A couple losses. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. still in there, though. They're, they haven't lost their confidence yet. Uh, but so the, the season starts this year with the Brigade? Do, yeah. Do we know when the season starts? I think it's in, like, May. I think it's in May. Is this? I don't know anything about this Baltimore Brigade thing. Is this arena football is a thing? Are they joining it's, the Arena Football League, or is this a new league? It's a new Arena Football League that has Baltimore and Washington, and I don't know what else. Because the other Arena Football League was so successful, right? That they need to start another Arena Football right. League. And Did that a, one is that one still in existence? I don't know. I don't think so. Because the guys who aren't good enough for the I NFL know. have to have something else oh, to it, do. And it's yeah. I thought that was it's, CFL. It's washed up guys who played like one year in the NFL. Yeah. Um, is Tim Tebow going to play? He he could get a, a nice paycheck, but he according doesn't to the website, football. there's only five teams in the whole right, league. Right, and two of them, the Washington and the Baltimore teams, are both owned by the uh, Leonses. Interesting. 
conflict of or, interest. Or uh, is it the Leonses or what's the other? Ted Leonses. What's the other uh, owner and and who own? No, it's Leonses, not not Lerner. Lerner is the Nats, right? I don't know. It's the guy. It's, that, the, it's the monumental sports thing. Yeah, the guy that owns the Wizards. Yeah. The, the Mystics. Yeah. The uh, Caps, and now uh, the Washington Valor. Yep, the Washington Valor. And the Baltimore Brigade. May, is the whole league military themed? There's the Cleveland Gladiators, the Philadelphia Soul, and the Tampa Bay Storm. Uh, and the, Washington that, that, Tamp- that bus trip to Tampa is going to suck. But the Gladiators is the only one that is a plural name. Otherwise, they're just singular brigade, soul, storm, valor. You can't say go brigade. Go, go, go soul. Go brigade. But a brigade is, is I made can't, up. I can't say brigade. A brigade is made up of multiple men. Yeah. Say like <laughs> Just like a football team? What other sports teams are there that are not plural? The uh, Miami Heat? Yeah. They, Utah Jazz? Sure, there's a lot more. Uh, I can't think of any football teams. I don't think there are any football teams that are really? like that. Yeah, I've been trying to go. Jets, Patriots. Even 49ers, they added an S on. Packers, Ravens. Uh, no, I think they're all S's. It's a really stupid conversation yeah. we're having right now. <laughs> <laughs> and now I can't even do the show because I'm going to be thinking about... Uh, Plural names? Yeah, team names that don't end with S. I don't know. I, even baseball, I think they all. I think they all end with S. Oklahoma City Thunder, Miami Heat, Orlando Magic, Utah Jazz. Uh, they're all uh, NBA teams. But they also they put on here the Boston Red Sox and the Chicago White Sox because they end in X. Okay, fair, fair enough, <laughs> even though it ends with the s- sound. So what would you, you guys are not a fan of the bottom brigade. What, what would you like the team name to be? Uh, well, isn't a, didn't we determine that a flock of ravens is a murder? Yeah. Yes. All right, I think Baltimore murder. Would be cool, but not appropriate. <laughs> there's, that, there's works, no that works. That works on a couple different levels. Exactly. I a think the bottom of murder. Yeah. Um, they, they took away the I think, bullets. I think you could bring back the bullets. It doesn't make sense in fo- actually. It kind of makes sense. A football is kind of a shape like a bullet. Yeah. I, at the bottom of bullets would be fun. Again, that might not go over that that well. I I always I am always a fan of the Baltimore Arena Colts. Okay. Always a fan of, of that with the CFL. What about back the uh, the Baltimore Stallions? That wasn't a bad name. No, that's a good, it's a solid name. What about the Baltimore Phelps? Again, I'm okay with it. <laughs> a shout out to Maryland's Michael greatest Phelps. athletes, Maryland's yeah. gr- greatest athlete, Michael Phelps. Yeah, just you know, uh, that way when Annapolis makes a team, they can be the uh, Annapolis Pastranas. And then a group of Ravens is called an, is called an unkindness, an unkindness, not a murder. Oh, something crows are murder. murder. Uh, crows crow. are murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the Baltimore unkindness, unkindness is cool. Is though. Kind of cool. <laughs> I kind of like that name, and it ends in S. Go on kindness. Brigade. All right. How long is this team going to be around? Seriously. Well, do you want to take bets? Over, uh, over on, here's the over on the number. Which will last longer, Section 336 or the Baltimore Brigade? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're coming on. We got our four-year anniversary yeah. that's coming up here pretty soon. Yeah, so. and if you're looking for something special in Episode 200, hold off for our anniversary. We're not, we don't care about Episode 200. In case uh, you didn't notice, we did, we did 200 pop. episodes probably last year. Yeah, we, we passed <laughs> 200 a while ago. We just didn't count it right. It's still, it's still a, a, it's, it has a good been, milestone. Yeah, it's been 200 weeks. And we appreciate all our listeners for supporting us for 200 episodes. Yeah, of course. Because we're approaching four years, which is it's kind of it's yeah. kind of crazy. It's just it's just a rough time in the year to do a special episode Yeah, for 200. And 200 is kind of weird Josh, when we just have tell the listeners, to be honest, you, you try to get a couple guys on. You, your strings aren't as uh, – you don't have quite the grips on your strings like I, you used to, my all man. All right, fine. You want to know the truth? I tried to, I tried to get a guy to call in because all I wanted to do – 
was play a a mystery guest game with you two and play some yes and no questions for you guys to figure out who the guest is. Yeah. And I couldn't Chris Davis. I couldn't get a I couldn't arrange a guest that was uh well enough known <laughs> that you guys <laughs> w- would not be here for hours. So uh in uh March is our 4 year anniversary. Yeah. We'll do a special episode then. That gives me 3 more months to try to find the allow the Orioles to talk to me. Yeah. We started this show March 2013. Yeah, so we're coming up on four years. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be four. This is this will be our fifth season covering your Baltimore Orioles, and we have never missed a week. Nope, Josh missed a week once due to some uh, March bad Burger King, a bad Burger King salad, no, a salad at Burger King. <laughs> no, 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 he got no. sick. I believe so that I believe that was a bonus episode. Okay, fine. March twenty third is our anniversary. Bert has missed a few episodes right. because yeah, I, of Mickey Mouse. Yep. Technically, I'm going to Florida for eight weeks this summer. So there, there was one week. Where we had to take time off because we were too disappointed in the Orioles. Oh, I remember that. But we but we recorded a special episode right before the game earlier in the week. So something so we came still, out that we week. We still put something, so out, something that came out that week. That was just this past off season, wasn't it? Was. It was. That we took that we took that loss very hard. <laughs> well, as soon as Encarnacion hit that home run, we just walked out without saying a single word to each yeah. other. <laughs> yeah, we watched. It, the it game took me together. a while. Yeah. It took me a while to get past that one. I, we didn't even say goodbye to each yeah. other. I, <laughs> I told you guys I cried about that moment three weeks ago. <laughs> I'm not one of those guys who likes to, especially immediately after something like that, to like rehash it and talk about it and break it down. No, certainly I not. I just want to walk away from it for a while. I need a break from the if, order. If, Even now, I don't like talking about if it. If we tried to record a show that week, we would have never gotten to episode 200. <laughs> we might have ended it right there. Yeah, like after that, you, I literally did not want to do a podcast. Matt anymore. almost ended it all right there. What's that supposed to mean? I wasn't suicidal, <laughs> okay? Uh, oh, good. I love the Orioles, not that much. I got my priorities straight here. She is amazing. Right, right. They're calling you out from when you in the chat room because you missed some time while you were in Africa. Oh, yeah, you're trying to bring out one episode from me. I believe that if you <laughs> Remember that the, time Josh got sick? If you check the tape, I believe that this past summer I carried this podcast <laughs> oh. by myself. Hey, episode 200 just got interesting. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. How many people do you know What's that? so dedicated What's to that? the show that they call in from a freaking third world country half across the world? They call in. How many people are that dedicated? I called in Who? from Africa. Who's so dedicated that when his host won't even get on the phone, he calls 10 strangers to make a podcast with strangers? Oh, not all of them were strangers. Just some of them. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about this summer. Well, yeah, I carried the show. Who who was the uh, and the and the number suffered? Who was the? <laughs> I believe they went up. <laughs> Summer they always. They've up, never right. been better. <laughs> all right, Josh, if you want us to walk away here, well, you bring a bunch say, of weirdos in. Bring say, a bunch of weirdos. Let's just say the Orioles made a playoff run without you. Who who was the hardest guy to host the show with? Went over the summer. Oh, let's get scandalous. Oh, that's a tough one. I know that because no one listens to the show anyway. So just tell us. Just we're just three guys hanging out here. Who was the one that you really were annoyed? Doing the show with, uh, none, none. We oh, have really? good shows. Yeah. See, I, I, would, I would get too annoyed I was, with. Guests I was a little concerned for the entire show. I was a little concerned with going into the uh, show with the guys from uh, with Corey from. Um, oh, the anthem. Oh, the anthem. Yeah. A little concerned about that, but I brought in our boy RDT, so we had a little three man. Yeah. A little three way, and sure. it worked out well. <laughs> oh, that's right. I wasn't even and, there and, for that. And I avoided. I avoided all summer. The. Uh, the intern Josh. 
podcast. Oh, everyone was waiting for the intern. Josh that would have been the highest podcast. rated episode yeah. ever. Yeah, that would have been epic. But the intern kind of bailed. Most downloaded ever. I, I'm pretty sure <laughs> the intern was in Africa too for the summer. Yeah, well. I think the intern has maybe been here for three episodes since spring training of last year when him and Josh got in a fight. Yeah. <laughs> was that, no, that was two years ago. Was no, it, it was just this past this wh- past when March he, when he threatened to quit. Yeah, yeah. Was that March. this March? I thought it was last March. <laughs> yeah. You guys better start being nicer to me, or I quit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, Josh and the intern still are not allowed no, in the no, same no, room no, together no, no, by no. themselves. That's because, still a thing that's not allowed. Because we, uh, because we all laughed at him with forcing his his fake ID on the waitress. But it wasn't fake. He was twenty one at the time. Which yeah. makes it even stranger. <laughs> no, he was proud to show off because he had just turned 21, so he's proud to show his ID. He That's chased not that her weird. across the room to yeah, shove it in her face. Her. <laughs> he just was we quick to show it. And somehow I became the bad guy. <laughs> oh, because Josh, you, cause you, can poke, you can poke a little too much. Poke. I uh, poke. You poke. It doesn't uh, matter. He'll never hear this. Nah, he doesn't. <laughs> it took, it took I'm him. So we're, air, we're airing all our dirty it, laundry it, out here. It, Let's, it took him. It took, him six, it took him six weeks to know that we had a new theme song. Section! Ooh, that was bad. All right, are we going to get into Super Bowl talk? I want to break down some Super Bowl stuff here. Super Bowl talk? It is yeah. this Sunday, the biggest day yeah. of the you year. You guys, have, I want to put some predictions on the whiteboard here. Ooh, okay. Can we make some predictions on the whiteboard? Yeah. Because i got to find one of these markers. Uh, yeah. Josh's kids keep stealing them. Oh, my gosh. What kind of show are we running? Can he get a marker? And, of course, you guys never raise Bunny to the pen. All the kids come down and play, but everyone knows how to touch Bunny to the pen. No, because that's I, the most ridiculous which I said you made. before Giovanni Gallardo was traded. Water in there. It was six pitchers for five spots. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, that's so outrageous. Even Brooke knows not – or Camden knows not to, not to erase that. Whatever. Whatever, guys. All right. I make, I make 100,000 Acker predictions every week. And you, ne- they, they never make the board. But I say one <laughs> dumb thing, I believe and you, it never leaves the board. I believe you, you prompted that one with put it on the board. Bundy starts in the pen, which, according to Buck at Fan Fest this week, he said there's no problem him pitching all season. Um, just going to the chat room before we get to the Super Bowl talk. John said he's going to boo Buck on opening day. You get the idea well, there'll be a lot of people booing Buck on opening day based on the Zach Britton decision. No, I think people are <laughs> over that. What's he talking about? <laughs> that would be hardcore bitter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I almost want to see that. Nah, you know what? Boom, buck on opening day because you're still you bitter about fun. Britain. What's fun is that we get to we get to start opening day with Batista in town. Oh, that'll be fun. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's it's Blue Jays. Do you think he'll get booed? Oh yeah, of course he's gonna get booed. <laughs> like Davis said, he's he's he's, he's with people leaving uh, the the Yankees. He's like number one on the on the. I think the he was list. number one even before. I think when we did our list last year. Even poor Te- Teixeira? Yeah, you might have been. Ortiz. And A-Rod. Yeah. yeah, Ortiz is Ortiz. going down too. Yeah. Yep. Batista, number one the hate squad. Hate squad. <laughs> All right. Well, there is a Super Bowl this week. Not that anyone cares about it. but <laughs> I care. <laughs> I'm pumped care? about it. Yeah. So we, we do. Have, we we, we do have a guest in the studio. Who I, up? Yeah, I suppose we're in Falcons. I suppose he's he's here to do more than just drink my beer. No. <laughs> I just want beer. I'm just here, but just here for the beer. Absolutely. All right. So we are. We we, we do have a, a Falcons fan in the house, and I guess this is to get the which I'll, I'll allow it. Uh, a Patriots fan, I would not allow. Um, but a Falcons fan, I'm okay with. Right. Even though yeah. th- there's the whole Matt Ryan, Joe Flacco thing, right? Which is one reason we inc- we want Matt Ryan to fail to to, to fail because 
Yeah, like the, the Joe Flacco comparisons. Right. Like, yeah, I won't shed a tear if Matt Ryan breaks his leg on the first play of the Super Bowl, and whoever the backup is has to take them to victory. Or if he throws five interceptions, but they still win. Matt sure. Schaub is the backup. Matt Schaub. Oh, well, he's we, still we around. Like, we like Matt yeah. Schaub, For, former Raven. He was Mike Vick's backup in Atlanta, right? And he came back. He wow. Started in Houston for a little while, and now he's back. Yeah. Didn't we have him? As, we had him as backup, we had Schaub right? for yeah. a little while. Yeah. 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 He even played it a little bit. Maybe. Yeah. So, um, uh, so M- M- Shane, you are you are a Falcons fan? Yes, the only Falcon uh, fan we know, probably. Yeah, so true. I'm sure you're loving this ride, right? I I am. It's been crazy. I did you see this coming? No, not this year. <laughs> no. Yeah, definitely not. Um, it was interesting. The first game of the season, we lost to Tampa Bay at home, and everybody's like, "Okay, this is another throw- throwaway season." Yeah. And uh, then we went on a run of four straight and then beat Denver. Should have beat Seattle, two of the best teams in the league, and then uh, ended up beating Seattle in the playoffs, obviously. But yep. it's been a fun season for sure. It's uh, been a wild ride. It's been – I remember watching the NFC Championship when the Falcons won in 98. They beat Minnesota. We were visiting my sister in Chattanooga and at my aunt and uncle's house, and that's – I think that's really when I started becoming a Falcons fan. I guess I was 12 at the time, even though I was a little little bit of a Falcons fan before that when we had primetime Deion Sanders back. Oh, yeah. yeah. Back I was... in the day, he was he was my boy. As a Brave and as a Falcon, he was my favorite player <laughs> back when I was a little kid. And then um, Michael Vick years, those were good. Um, dude, dude, most dude, electric so. player in the game yeah, dude, for a while. Dude, the Falcons <laughs> – do anything this week to kind of bring up that Michael Vick career and, and kind of include him? Well, when they closed out the Georgia Dome for their last regular season game, they, Mike Vick was there. He was in attendance. Uh, okay. He rode out on a car and stuff like that. And that, oh, is, nice. that is cool for the Falcons to close out the this, this stadium on a, on a huge conference championship win like mm-hmm. that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was crazy. So hopefully we'll be opening the 2017 NFL season in the – MB Stadium as the Super Bowl champions, which would be a really cool that would be thing cool. to do. Um, I don't know if that's ever really been done before. But yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know if this is true. I, I always looked at Falcons kind of choke artists in the playoffs, though. Until uh, this year. Yeah. Yeah. So what's been the difference this year as opposed to years past? I really think a lot of it was Matt Ryan getting it out of his head. Um, I think Mike Smith uh, was our coach for a little while. He's a former Ravens Yeah, coach Ravens too. connection there, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And he was our head coach. He came in at the same time Matt Ryan did, and he just didn't have that killer instinct. Um, and so, I mean, even in 2012, we beat Seattle in the divisional game and then lost to San Francisco after being up 17 nothing because Mike Smith doesn't know how to step step on the throat and finish people off. Um, and so I think that Dan Quinn has a much different mentality. He was the defensive coordinator under Pete Carroll, and even though I despise Pete Carroll – I really like Dan Quinn as a coach and as a leader. Um, and I think it's just the whole mentality of the team. They've grown up. Matt Ryan's grown up. Julio Jones is a lot older now. Um, is Quinn rah-rah like Pete Carroll? Uh, yeah, he, he's a player's coach, but he's also tough. Um, a little tougher than Carroll is. Carroll's just, I don't know. He's goofy over there, man. He's definitely goofy. Always chewing that gum. Our uh, uh, Baltimore sports fans are very sensitive. Yeah. And because of the sports fans are sensitive, Josh. Yes. Are we talking about Baltimore, sports fans Baltimore are sensitive. It's extremely sensitive. All sports fans are. I, well, that's my question. 
Baltimore fans get really sensitive about the Matt Ryan, Joe Flacco comparisons, even yeah. though it makes no sense because they were drafted way far apart. One was drafted, supposed to start. One was drafted as a third string but, guy. But we would, at that time, Steve Bashotti wanted to trade up and get Matt Ryan. Right, right, exactly. But we chose, but they convinced him to trade but, back for Joe Flacco. Yeah. Did I did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, ESPN had a good article uh, about the comparison. Yeah. So, do Falcon fans care about the comparison of Flacco versus Ryan? Like, there's Raven fans that will not cheer for the Falcons this weekend because of Matt Ryan. Because they want well, Joe to have that extra Super Bowl. Yeah. And if they were playing with the Patriots, there'd be a lot more people. That's, it, okay, so do you think it. that Patriots, I mean, Raven Sands would rather the Patriots win the Super Bowl no. than they would the comparisons of Matt Ryan to I, Flacco? Some, some, yes, but no. Not if It doesn't make sense. I said last week I'm leaning that way. They're, they're the Patriots are the best team in football for the last 20 years. Just give them another one. Who cares? Well, and that, that's also you just want I mean, you just want the awkwardness of handing the trophy. I over. want that, and I just think it's hilarious because you you try to handicap them as much as possible, and they still are the best team in football. What yeah. are you going to do? You can't stop. And I don't them. like Roger Goodell, so this is kind of sticking it to Roger Goodell, which I I don't mind that. Just add another ring, add another trophy, cement Tom Brady as the greatest quarterback of all time, and then uh, let's move on. That that's the thing. I don't like the Patriots at all. But I completely respect Belichick and Brady as a coach and player because right. they've been so consistent for so long. So as far and they, as they got each other's backs in the cheating, and it's always—I <laughs> yeah, mean, they, they cover up each other's tracks. And don't get me wrong, I hate them. I'm I'm right there with Machine what he's saying, but yeah, I respect them. Yeah, yeah. As they're far, the best. As far as the Flacco Ryan comparison, no, I don't. I don't think Falcons fans really care. We just want the Falcons to win and. Flacco already has his ring. We can't take that away from him. Um, I think as far as complete season, Matt Ryan's had a better complete season this year than Indoor. Flacco did. Indoors. Indoors. Hey, I, I'll i take it however it comes. Um, but Flacco had one of arguably the greatest playoff run ever um, back in 2012. Yeah. And Matt, 12, Matt, yeah. Matt Ryan, I think he, if he throws five touchdowns in the Super Bowl, can tie that run. Holy cow! Yeah, which is Flacco which is, did have one extra game. Though. It was, it's Flacco. That's and, true. Flacco, Flacco and Elway. Is that the two? No, it's uh, Flacco Manning. No, no, it, it's 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 um, Joe Montana. Joe Montana. Montana that's yeah, the guy. yeah, Montana and right. Flacco, and yeah, and one less game stands. for Matt Ryan though, because um, we didn't have to play in the wild card weekend. We always have to play in the wild card weekend right. every year. It's, that's how the real how we roll. do it. Yeah, uh, but, the, but it must be nice just to be able to host the conference championship game at your own stadium. How how speaking of stadiums. In this world of the tax-paid stadiums, how is Atlanta getting two new stadiums in the same year? One is downtown Atlanta. The other one's in Cobb County, which is but north still, of the city. It, it doesn't matter where you That's you're where the big it. boss man's from. It's, it's, two, it's two new stadiums. It, it, the, Cobb County is being provided by Cobb County residents, which they're not super excited about. Um, but it that's just how it rolls uh, when you have the money. And the when, new, the new Ar- Arthur Blank, the owner of the – Falcons is a brilliant businessman and has a ton of money too. Right, so and the Braves didn't done. really have to pay for their last stadium <coughs> thanks no, to the that Olympics. Was, that was the Olympics. Yep. Um, new new stadiums indoors as well. Yeah, it, it's really awesome looking. And Check it's and it's not Detroit. arena football. Not arena football. Thankfully, it could be. But uh, I heard they're going to sell hot dogs for a dollar. Hey, that's what Jimmy Johnson said on the NFC Championship game on television. What? <laughs> what does that matter? We're, we're covering the Super Bowl from all angles, boys and girls. Yeah. We got the hot dog yeah. prices, which is also the we same thing you get at the Orioles Kids Club. Yeah, yeah, but they're little hot dogs. I get yeah. about a hundred of those. <laughs> I do get about five of them, and I go, 
When the uh, I'm sure they're good for the system, boys. When the Seahawks, when you guys beat the Seahawks before that game, did you think that you were going to win? I thought we could win. I thought it was going to be a much closer game than 36 to 20, and I especially thought we might lose to Green Bay. Yeah, when you played, I was going to ask you that. When you because did you think Green Bay was such a hot team, it was the it team, right? Everything was going they for were them. The it team, and when we were the number one seed back in 2010. Um, we played, we were the number one seed in Green Bay. They were either the five or six because they had, I'm pretty sure they were a wildcard team, but they came in and slaughtered Atlanta. The, about as bad as Atlanta oh, beat really? them this. Yeah. I think it was actually worse than Atlanta beat them this Oh, time. that's hard to imagine. So um, I was nervous that another thing like that was going to happen. But Matt Ryan apparently got the monkey off his back for this year. I, you know, whether we win the Super Bowl, I think we're still going to be good for the next few years. Our defense is so young. We yeah. have... We have a lot of young guys on defense, and and you got reliable receivers. Reliable. That's receivers. one thing that killed the Ravens this Matt year. Matt Ryan had touchdown passes to thirteen different receivers. What's Matt wow. Ryan's contract like? Do you know what his contract's like? I do not know. Because that's the thing that we always get on Joe Flacco for for eating up all our money, right? With that huge contract. Has Flacco been a starter his entire time, or did he sit behind somebody? No, he was started from day one. Day one. There was an injury and an illness. Yeah, there was. Uh, <laughs> who? Uh, who was the quarterback? That got hurt, and then it was supposed to be not Tyra Taylor, who the Tyra Taylor before him, right? Anthony Wright? No, no. it was um. <laughs> oh, Troy, Troy Smith. Troy Smith. And, yeah, right. Yeah. Troy Smith got like he got uh, sick, some like really bad really pneumonia bad. or something, yeah. real real ill. And he was yeah. So there was an injury, and then the sickness. So Flacco was forced to start game one as third string, and then they never looked back. Yep. Same same with Brian. He was a starter. He wasn't forced into it they didn't have anybody the year before no, he was joey, drafted high we started, started joey harrington the year before for some of the games who was just terrible oh, but matt him. ryan's first ever drop back 60 either 62 or 67 yard touchdown pass and i was like this is might be a good thing after coming off some rough years with the vic years and uh all that happened there and then a really down year with our coach in his first year leaving mid-season um and going to arkansas bobby petrino yeah, what a sleazeball he is. He is a sleazeball. Good guy. Yeah. Good guy. So. Yeah. I hate those college – there's a lot of sleazeball college coaches. I don't know, teaching young men. I don't really understand that. It was, uh, it was Kyle Bowler. Oh, Kyle Bowler got, got hurt. I got an injury, Bowler. and then it was going to be Troy Smith, Troy but Smith, Troy Smith got, got sick, sick yeah. so Flacco got to That's start. Best thing that ever happened. Kyle right. Bowler got hurt. Let's do some uh, Super Bowl predictions here. All right. Um, Who's playing again? Right. Is, is, is there a defense playing in this game? Well, it's, it's, it's too really up, high offense. The paid note: the Patriots have the number one defense in the league this year. Do they really? They really do. And and but, and based on what but, the Falcons have done in the playoffs, their defense look good as well. Yeah, the the Falcons over the last seven or eight games have only been letting up about twenty points a game. But okay, Patriots have the number one defense. But if you look at the list of quarterbacks they faced this year, sure, it's been awful. Yeah. They have not faced like I mean they've. Face Big Ben once or twice, maybe twice this year. They faced right. Joe Flacco, Flacco ben once, but, but if you look at the other guys, whoever it, was it's playing for the Cleveland Browns at the time, yeah. Well, that's, that's why this our defensive numbers. Everyone was saying we were a top defense all yeah. year. Yeah, we played the Browns yeah. twice. We played the Bengals twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we know. played real teams, and our defense yeah. fell apart. The, the good teams totally exposed us. Yeah. All right, so uh, I'm trying to get some predictions. Right. Okay, sorry. <coughs> are we writing this? Oh, we don't. We do, we didn't oh, find no, a marker. Well, I'll buy more markers this week. You don't need markers. <laughs> the kids take them. Get one of them kids in here. They're what. all in bed, hopefully. All where's, right. where's Daddy's markers? <laughs> They're not watching the Facebook live feed, Josh, as they as they snuggle in bed. They might be. 
<laughs> Hopefully they didn't use those markers to get those signatures at FanFest. That'll just rub right off. Mm. All right. Uh, I'll go uh, first. I'll go first. All right. Uh, 32-28 Patriots. Oh, you bastard. Oh. Bastard. <laughs> I was going. <laughs> you call yourself a Baltimorean? You call yourself a Baltimoreon? I call oh, myself a realist. That but, does sound like a Baltimorean right but there. But I like those numbers. I was going to go 28-31 Falcons. All right. Which I hope. I hope it's a tight Wait, game Wait, did you like say 28-31? Yeah. What I said, thirty-two. Yeah, you said 28? thirty-two. Twenty-eight. <laughs> you, yeah. you picked the exact same score virtually. No, I went with the. They got up to twenty-eight. You just said it backwards. You said twenty-eight, thirty-one to make it sound different. <laughs> you always say the top score first. You don't say the Orioles won no. five to seven. No, I did the opposite <laughs> of you because I'm putting the Falcons. You chose the Patriots. Okay. But and, then and you, you flipped 30... the script and tried to say the lower number first. You never say the losing score first, Josh. Come on. I thought <laughs> I thought based on how you did it, we're doing the Falcons or second. All right, so we virtually have the same score, but you're picking the Falcons. Yeah, and I'm going 31. I'm going Price is Right. All right, I'm doing 32, and I'm going Price is Wrong. My heart says 34-21 Falcons. My head says Bill Belichick's a genius, and they'll blow out the Falcons. Um, so I don't know. I'm completely torn. And that, that's what we all don't want. We don't want a blowout. We just want a close game. Or entertaining game. And Yeah, sure. So I'm going 34-21 Falcons. All right. Oh my! It's the, the the bravado in here to wear that Falcon shirt and say you're gonna crush the Patriots and embarrass them in the Super Bowl. Good for you, Machine. I'm going with the highest Super Bowl scoring game of all time. Oh boy, one thousand no, <laughs> forty-two to thirty-five Ooh. Falcons. That would be entertaining. Gonna be yeah, attractive. That'd be fun. So I'm the only one who took the Patriots, though. Yeah. All right, I'll take because, it. Because we're Baltimore fans. At least that's Josh and I are. We hate the Patriots. So I, I hate them, but I can also be realistic and think they're going to win. Okay. Fine. All right. Least Go, I hope you put some money where your mouth right. is and bet on them. No, you. I ain't doing that. That's just stupid. At least you didn't pick Lady Gaga. I'm more excited about uh, seeing... Uh, the guy singing... The Skyler sisters are singing the uh, God Bless America. Am I or? supposed to know who they are? The original Hamilton. cast from Hamilton. Ah. The original Skylar sisters. Oh, nice. <laughs> and who, who's Halftime? Is it Lady Gaga? Halftime Lady, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. And isn't nice. like Luke Bryant singing something oh, too? Boy. He's doing the national anthem. Uh, uh, are Bryant? you kidding me? Yeah. It's a country guy. It's, it's, yeah. it's Texas. He's yeah. crunt country. He's not. With, with quotes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Whatever. Fine. You guys critique the... Who cares? Are we doing some three up, three down? Hold on, but, no, but, we but, don't have time. While we still have Machine oh, here, I had a really good down. we were talking about what the a group of Ravens is called in unkindness. Do you know what a group of Falcons is called? In unkindness? A, a group of a Ravens, group of Ravens. A flock of Ravens is called oh, an know. unkindness. I have no idea what I'm A flock of Falcons is called a cast. Ooh. Not as cool as an unkindness. And what's a group of Braves called? Uh, a racist. All right. <laughs> 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 right guys that mascot machine can, would, can you work on that mascot I would say a group of Braves is called 14 straight division titles Ooh, and how many World Series one okay how many? <laughs> when, when was the last time you had a good pitcher hey they've won more World Series than we have in the last 30 years yeah exactly yeah, exactly. yeah. enjoy and Nick Markakis we ain't got yeah. a lot of room to and talk Jim Johnson yeah now you get all the washed up Orioles Nick Markek is Mr. Singles and Doubles. Yeah, maybe you can get Bud Norris from the Angels. And Tommy Hunter's available. You guys might want to hop right. on that. We already got R.A. Dickey and Bartolo Colon. Yeah. Our, uh, two of our starters. You guys so. doing an, inst- an they got R.A. Dickey? rebuilding yeah, strategy. Dickey. Wow. And, and we got Jaime Garcia from the 
Cardinals, so we got the geriatric unit on the This end. is a rebuilding team. A team that's rebuilt. Yep. We, we questioned, no we questioned Simon Marcakis when they were rebuilding, and now they're going older. They're going all in. How come you guys don't sign Matt Wieters? We we, we want you to sign him. Because he, he he's an Atlanta DH. guy. He's, he's an Atlanta DH, guy. Though. He's a catcher. He can't be a catcher. Yes, he he's can. Gotta play in the, he's got to play a in good the catcher. He's going to fit right in with all those old guys. Put him in there to catch. That's true, but we just signed He wants that. to go home. He wants to hang out with his do, boy Nick. Do you think Matt Wieters signs anywhere? I mean, he's going <laughs> to sign somewhere, but where do you think? Where? I mean, where, where, where is he going to sign? The Baltimore Brigade. If, if you had to bet right now, where is he going to sign? There's no indoor White baseball Sox. team. White Sox? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say Nationals. All right. Uh, I'm going to say some West Coast American League team. All right. Athletics, you're on notice. Uh, all right, can we get or out of here? Turkey. Athletics. Yeah, <laughs> sure. You, you want to know about what made my fan fest day so bad? Sure, yeah, go ahead. He, he, had some, down. he has something to share. Because yeah, I, I then something used, else annoys I then here used we go. it as an excuse to not go watch the Royal Rumble with Bert because my Saturday was so long. So I got home. The Royal Rumble was. Oh, Sunday. we never got to the Royal Rumble breakdown. Yeah. I, I had to find out after Josh tells the story. How does Jeremy get out of the shark cage? But but first, Josh, it's impossible to get out of the shark cage. All right, so I, I get home from nine, about 9 p.m. on Saturday because I had some other stuff to do after FanFest to, you know how I have that fancy lock at the front door that unlocks automatically? Yeah. It didn't unlock automatically. So I pull out my phone, I press the unlock button. It doesn't register. This it is what happens unlock. when you rely too much on technology. Yeah, it's our, it's our, Did you get hacked? All of our anti-robot stuff, the door will not unlock. You see? I have and a you key. want a, a robot in your house. I have a key that unlocks the door. It was sitting inside the door about a foot from the doorknob. Mm. So I call call the locksmiths because that's what you do. Yeah, relying on technology. You know, locksmiths in Annapolis close at night. Yeah, but they probably got a twenty four seven. No, I called the twenty four seven guy at nine o'clock, and I, I said, "When can you be here?" And he says, "It's kind of late tonight." <laughs> so then I call. <laughs> Where am I supposed to sleep? Right. So then I call Papa Lock. Papa Lock sends out a locksmith. The guy looks at my lock and says. Oh, you have a fancy lock, not because of the electronic thing, but something about the front has like an extra hole for a key or something. Uh-huh. Something about the physical lock. And he goes, you need a locksmith to do that. And I said, wait a second. I called a locksmith. That's you. And he said, no, I'm a technician. I'm a lock technician. Lock technicians? There's yeah. technicians now for locks? So he says. It's what a high-end locksmith. What can a lock technician do that a locksmith can't do? I don't know. So he said, I can try it, Just but we we'll probably have it? to get a locksmith. So he shoves something in the hole, and he takes a pair of pliers to turn the lock. Yeah. And he says, this should work, and it snaps off inside the lock. Oh. And he <laughs> says, so then he says, you're going to need a locksmith. Oh my this God. is why I never so lock says, my doors. He said, I can call you a locksmith. I shouldn't have said on the air. Yeah, I can give you Matt's address. So he calls the locksmith. I say, when's the locksmith going to be there? They say, probably tonight. Probably. Said, probably tonight makes no sense. Wait, you sleep out of your car in the meantime? Right. So I go and I get a ladder. It's cold too, right? Oh, it's yeah. Cold. Climb a window. So, yeah. Do your parents not have a spare key to your house? They did. They don't know where it is. Oh, my gosh. You, and you know, I, I, the, that sounds about I, right. I checked all the junk drawers. No sister or mistress either. That's so, a shame. So I, uh, <laughs> so I, I get, I bring, bring the ladder down and I climb up. I rip all the screens out so I can get to the windows. <laughs> My windows are secure. You're not breaking into this house through my windows. Okay. You can't do it. I got about 10 ways to break my house even when the door's locked. Unless so, you have a hammer. You. So I got sliding doors. Yeah. But in it my sliding It sounds like you really doors, need a thief uh, to come over. Yeah. So in my sliding doors. <laughs> Who needs a locksmith? Yeah. I've, got, I've got the pin. I, in the upstairs sliding door, I've got the pin that slides up. 
So I said, oh, I'll just shake the door and get the pin to fall down. It doesn't work that way. That pin is secure. That's a nice, safe way to lock your door. Yeah. Downstairs, I've got the metal pole that folds down right. and locks it, so you can't move that. Right. right? You need to just take a bulldozer ram through the brick wall. Arm well, bar. Well, and that's what Man- Mandy says. Well, should you just break a window? And I said, no, I'm not going to break anything. So I go back to the sliding door, the one with the pole that bends down. Yeah. It's an aluminum pole. You were talking about downstairs or upstairs? Downstairs. All right. So I grab the just handle force and I start it. yanking and forcing and I bend the metal pole about that much. Superman. So yeah. I was able to get about that much into my arm. I took a rake and I reached in. And then you said Camden and I, in? I knocked. No, it was not enough for Camden. Maybe Brooke. Brooke <laughs> might have been able to squeeze in, but she wasn't with me. I took a rake and I reached around and was able to knock the stick out of the way with the rake, which tells me I learned a lesson. Those aluminum poles that go down, not secure. No. You can break those. Not strong, yeah. And two, I now have a key hidden outside my house. I bet we can find it. Yep. And I bet the listeners no. could find it too. No, the key is the key is inside of another thing that's got a padlock on it. Was it harder for Josh to break into the house or for Chris Jericho to, to break, break out, out of the, the shark, shark cage? cage? He never broke out. I was waiting. What? He hung up there. Wait, and they, he did, was, they did all the advertising of he's in a shark cage so he won't interfere and he never interfered. And he never interfered. All he did was hang it up over there. His boy was Kevin Owens and like – they promoted this whole thing that Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho are best friends. And they kept using the term best friends. <laughs> and it was so weird. And he's up in the cage. Daniel's like, Kevin, Kevin, you're my best friend. And Kevin's like, you're my best friend, Chris. And he's like stepbrothers. But how does he not break out? And like, Oh, because Braun, right, Braun right Strowman came in and interfered with the match. So uh, Chris Jericho didn't have to. So, so how long was this match? Though? Him just hanging in the... Right. It was probably 30 minutes of, of him of, just, of like, him just yelling. hanging up there. How, how many times did the camera switch to see him just still sucking? Yeah, the you went to the wide angle every once in a while. And you could see him up there just like, Kevin, Kevin. Would he be trying to get out? Like, or He was, was like rattling the door, but it wasn't breaking. It yeah. was it was locked up. He good. should have brought some scissors yeah, with him or some. Uh, uh, some that match some was a bit of a letdown. Aside from the battle royal, which did, uh, Randy Orton won do? the battle royal. Still Goldberg didn't win. Goldberg was in it. Yeah, he was in the battle royal. I didn't know that, he was in the battle. That's the whole yeah. reason we were gonna go watch it. We I had didn't know that. I thought you guys week. were joking about Goldberg. The Undertaker was in it. Yeah. Goldberg was in did it. Goldberg spear anybody? Yeah, Brock Lesnar was in it. He speared somebody. Yeah, he came in and speared everybody. That's why I loved wrestling when Goldberg came on the scene originally. WCW. That's why. That's why I fell in love with wrestling. The best, the best match was a championship match. John Cena and AJ Styles. John Cena beat AJ Styles to get the championship belt for a record 16th time. So now Cena is your world champion again, again for the 16th time. Oh, that was a great match, well executed, very entertaining. And I don't, I don't watch wrestling, but you, I did Sunday night. <laughs> you know, it's all made up. It's all yes, fixed. yes. Well, it's not. Tell that to a bunch of kids. I don't we know. Had a, our friends of ours over with their little boys, and they were very upset <laughs> seeing these grown men like beat each other to death. <laughs> and we kept saying it's not real, but they were very upset. <laughs> though, though I do think we should find a, a one of these uh, wrestling rings and go go in with a little tag team with bird's eye view <laughs> for the real uh, Monday Night Raw. Yeah, well, we saw Scott at uh, Fan Fest. I don't know if he was like trying to challenge us or something. Hey, I'm just putting it on the Facebook feed. I've been watching. It. I just opened up Facebook, uh, the uh, live feed. Uh-huh. Has 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 Machine not had a, a camera at all today? No, no. The fourth camera's not working. You could oh. see him when he came in behind your back into the door in his bright red Falcons T-shirt. Oh, that's a shame. So we have him here in studio, but yes. you might as well just call it because we don't have his face on the screen. That's fine. Most people just listen to the podcast anyway. I know. I know but a few special people go in and watch us live on 
or watch us afterwards. All right, you're the special that. ones. Wink. All right, <laughs> two hundred. <coughs> Sounds like Goldberg streak. He had like a two hundred zero winning streak. Yeah, he was ridiculous for a while there. Yeah, he was unstoppable. Oh, it was a uh, Ric Flair's daughter, Charlotte Flair, is oh, really? uh, undefeated in pay per views, defending women's champion or something. Oh, I don't funny. know. It was yeah. more. It was yeah. more. Yeah. Is, is Rick yeah, still that, out that there? Stage. Is Rick still out there? Yeah. Really? Shawn Michaels was there. He didn't participate in any matches, but he was there. The sexy Shawn Michaels. Oh the my god. The sexy gosh. boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The heartbreak kid. The heartbreak kid. Absolutely. When you used to watch, did you watch WWF or did you watch WCW? I was a WCW guy. It was more family friendly. I was more WWE, but then when it's, they had the wars, I was really getting into that. Yeah. So, WCW was based out of Atlanta, which is kind of a sign. Ted Turner. Falcons, Ted Turner. Yeah. The Falcons are playing in the Super Bowl this year, this week. And right. So, Bill Goldberg was back. Win. Yeah, Bill Goldberg was there. Oh, yeah. I think it's a good sign. It's a good sign. Yeah. All right, I changed my prediction. <laughs> Just kidding. That, based, would, uh, that would be ridiculous. That would be zany. <laughs> All right, boys and girls. We appreciate Machine coming in studio, getting the Atlanta perspective. I just want to congratulate you guys on 200 shows. That's pretty awesome. Thanks. Thank you. 200 shows. That's, that's, good job, guys. That's nothing to sneeze at. No. No? Technically, it's more than 200. We just take it with a grain of weeks. salt. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we, we keep on keep on plugging away here. Just putting out quality content week in and week out. Just what we do. You can find not even trying. Yeah. More quality content, as people can tell. Not even trying. That's, that's yeah. people can tell. What's your problem, Josh? Uh, I for, I forgot to bring in the name of the person who supported us this week. You can go on over to section three thirty six dot com slash support and help us out. Yeah. We'll get you next week. I'll get you next week. Yeah. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate your financial support. You can follow us uh, on Instagram. You can write us a review on iTunes. We always appreciate those. Help us get the word out. Mm-hmm. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter at Section336. You can follow Bert at Bert Rody. And you can follow Josh at Josh Soroka. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's and go Falcons. Section 336 is a affiliate of 24-7 Networks. Find Section 336 on utahstreetreport.com.